Italy. So did you. Thought I knew you from somewhere. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about it. Okay. What did you like? What did you like? No, I'm interviewing you. This is my oh, podcast. What did I like? Everything almost. Well, I'll probably say the same thing the girl said. Um, it was hot. It was very hot. It was too hot. It was too hot. Unpleasantly hot. But it didn't ruin the time. No, in in a way it did. Yeah. But you know, what it just you... it just kept us from experiencing more. Yes. Um and better food and stuff like that because you were just so hot, especially in Rome, that you were like, Hey, we have to find somewhere to eat and cool down. Yeah. Or we, our face is gonna melt off. Yeah. We we definitely uh, compromised a lot with that. Yeah, we didn't have any good food? No. Well, we... We did have good food in Rome. We did, but we didn't go to anywhere that was really authentic, authentic. No, the the final place that we went was um, pretty authentic. Yeah. But it wasn't... I mean, it was a really good restaurant. It was definitely better than the other couple places that we went to before that mm-hmm. the other day. But um, it was but still it an... Ex- yeah, and it was still in an extremely touristy part. Yeah. So we didn't go any we didn't go any beaten path. No, but it was a restaurant run by a grandmother whose kids were basically serving. So I mean, there was that. It, it was definitely authentic. Oh yeah, no, that was the best. Yeah, I just hit the thing. I'm sorry. That was the best part, but um, we just didn't get to go off the beaten path. No, it was just too far uh, to get anywhere in that kind of heat. Right. I mean, I feel like Siena. We were able. To go off the beaten path a little bit, especially on the second day. Yeah. And then Florence. Sorry, I just hit that. Yeah. No, Siena, but even Siena, we didn't eat. We still ate in the touristy areas. Yeah. Well, the problem is when you go with so many people, you have to accommodate the amount of people that you're going. Yeah. A lot of places, they you sit outside on the ground when you're eating or, right. or something. Right. Well, and Siena isn't very big. It's a very small city in comparison. So there there aren't a lot of choices. The places we ate, the pizza was great mm-hmm. for Siena. Um, but it wasn't, we didn't get any authentic stuff. But it's not like you want to go to Siena for pasta. It was more just to see the sights and have gelato. Um, According to their books, they are known for being certain things. One of them was candy and chocolate. Right, exactly. It was the confectionery stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The good pasta was in Florence. Yes. And that was a really good, good time. So mm-hmm. that was a, some friends of ours told us about this place that mm-hmm. was way off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Like it was nowhere near any touristy thing. And uh, in fact, it was in an alleyway that didn't look like anything, which is basically an ideal place to be because no one was there. 
But the place was packed. The place was packed, uh, but there were no tourists. I right. think it was more, mostly just people that knew the place, uh, which is really great. And it was all brothers that ran it who didn't speak much English. Um, and it really had fantastic pasta. And then what did you have that was really good? Um, I had like buffalo mozzarella. What was that? But like it was like a thing where it had like basil, mozzarella, and then tomato. 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 <laughs> uh, but then it was the focaccia bread that is was so thin, but not so th- like with prosciutto on top. Thin like, but airy inside. Yeah, it's not like any focaccia bread that I can even find a recipe for. No. Like I, every focaccia bread is thick and high. Yeah. And I've been looking for three weeks to figure out what they did. Yeah. No. And I wish I didn't share it. I was too kind. I should have just eaten it all myself. Yeah. It was, but it was a big portion too. And and everybody had something big, but most, most everyone had pasta. Um, and no one shared with me. Did you want anything from anybody? No one shared with me. You didn't, did you want anything from anybody? I don't know. Would have been nice. Hey, I'm sharing my focaccia bread. You didn't even look like you wanted it and you were full. But I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I wasn't sitting that close to you, but um, my carbonara, my uh, my pasta was really, really, really good. Uh, but the thing is, they only had like like four little tiny pieces of prosciutto that was cut very thick on the mm. on it, and um, it was really good though. It was, it was like just a little bit more, a little bit more of the ham. Um, but it was interesting because you saw. I mean, the whole place was very eclectic. Mm-hmm. You had movie posters. You had pictures of celebrities. Goji 13. No? I don't. I think that might be. It's The name of the restaurant is different than the address, but I think everyone knows it by the address. Yeah. But. Um, Just like so it, that people can go there. Yeah, sure. doesn't matter. No, keep it a secret. And like it, you walk in and it's like they took everything that they ever had in their houses that looked antique-ish. And just threw it inside this restaurant and hung it from the ceiling. It was all on the walls. And they had meats hanging. And obviously the meats that they were using in their cooking were hanging up on their uh, their mm-hmm. ceiling. So, But we were also in the front. I, I should have like looked because it was a little bit longer than yeah. where we were. It would have been nice to like look. Yeah. To, to, to go to the back? Yeah, just to see what the back of the restaurant looked like. Because, I, But we'll go there again. We will go yeah, there again. We'll go there again. Um, we'll, we'll also go to the other place that they recommended. Yes. Yeah, that we go to. Shop. Yeah. Sandwiches. Uh, so that's where you go to Florence for is the, the, the paninis and the, the uh, pasta. Yes. Do not eat pizza in Florence. That's what we're told. That's what yeah. we're told. Uh, I think the, the first time I went, we just had gelato because we went later in the day and it was kind of the end and we ate pizza later when we got home. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Florence was definitely, it was very hot. We were able to find shade if you go the right way. Um, but I don't know. It was, we didn't, we didn't see a ton of things, even though we did go there twice. Yeah. First day was worse. Yeah. Well, we saw the David. I meant the weather. No, yes. I'm just saying like, like going there, right. There was two things that I said I wanted to see. Yeah. Just to like say, okay, if we do just these two things, the trip was worth it. Right. Right. And the David was one of them. Right. What was the other one? I think it was the Vatican. Oh, you mean to to Italy? Yeah, itself. like 
yeah, if we just go to these things, because we, I knew that we were not going to see a whole bunch of art. Right. Like, well, yeah, because we, we weren't really seeing museums. I mean, the David uh, was surrounded by some works, but, but not it wasn't a, lot. a huge museum. No. Unless we didn't see all the museums. I don't think there was much to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that main hallway, and then he took us the, the back way, and that was yeah. basically it. I mean, we saw the instruments, which are, which is really cool. I've never seen instruments like that. So, yeah, that was interesting. One of the first pianos ever, or something. Yeah. Um, or the first piano ever. A couple of the oldest violins. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously priceless. That and, were played before royalty. Right. That was the whole thing that all that all those instruments at one time were played before royalty. Right. But I mean, it's it's basically other than that, it's kind of an homage to Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see all the the things that were made by other artists of his bust and his, you know, portrait. What? You said bust. Yeah, I said bust. <laughs> it means the top part of. I know. <laughs> we'll say head. They head. made his head. And um, in fact, there was one artist for for you there all you out there uh, that did was it 20 different um it was just that one artist yeah that was all one artist that did the 20 pieces of just his of just his head and a little bit of different um not it's not like he did anything different with each one i think it was just being able to do it with different techniques um, but they didn't have different expressions. You had the one expression that you would see on, in a painting that he did himself. So yeah, there were things that I missed because of the kids. Like I didn't sit down and just read the little cards and say, "What is the meaning of this?" Well, I don't think it was the kids. I think we were pushed mm-hmm. forward. You know, the the tour was the tour, and the guy that we had ended up wanting us to get through, and he he wanted to be somewhere else. Is basically what it came up. And to I me. think he was because he was so quick. That was great for kids. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we had, uh, you know, Eden and Nathan, mm-hmm. Aiden and Aiden Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> I just switched that around. Um, they were watching the girls, so we didn't have to worry about that. No. And then we got to see, see the David for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Anything I know, you want to say about the David? Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know. It was amazing. It was tall. Um, the perspective, like the things that no one, I don't know, when you read a book, they don't talk about, and then you get there and you're like, oh, there's more to this. Yeah. Yeah. And and our guide was really good at, at telling us those things that they don't normally tell people. Yeah. Like the first thing I really did notice was that his, um, hand that is holding the rock. So maybe that's his left hand. No, that's no, his that's right, right hand. Right hand. Um, it was so huge. In comparison. It, in comparison. But I was like, oh, whatever. Not that it it really messed up the perspective of where you were standing, but mm-hmm. it was like noticeable. And then the guide later on said that, well, because the perspective of that was to see it at a certain angle towards the right or whatever. Yeah. And when you did see it from that angle, that's the way Michelangelo wanted you to view it. And the hand was actually in perspective, which is weird. Which is insane because the man didn't want you to look at his art. He wanted you to see it in a certain way. Right. And that was all of his sculptures. That was all of his works. And this was no exception. This was a piece of marble that no one wanted to work with for 50 o- years. over 50 years. Yeah. And he said, all right, fine, I'll do it. And he was 27, 
26, 27. It was something like, yeah, because I'm pretty sure he did the Sistine Chapel at 29. Right. And he which did is the ridiculous. Pieta at 24. Like, it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And so no one wanted to touch this. It was too soft. And he said, fine, I'll do it. And, um, and did it. And did it perfect. And then. Except he missed one vein or something or one muscle in the back or the neck. Right. And he knew that, that, like, because it was going to compromise the whole statue if he did that muscle or vein or whatever. It's like he knew the inside of the stone itself. It's ridiculous. And knew what, where every pressure point would be. But in your 20s. In your 20s. Which back then was, you know, middle age, but. Yeah, but I mean, that's just. But he lived to 90? 89. 89? I don't know. It, it, it's just, it's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. So basically what you're saying is that the hand, it was too large in perspective from looking at it straight on. But if you look at it from a certain angle away from it, like, you know, across the room, it looks perfect. Mm-hmm. He had a way of taking the details that no one would ever think about. Mm-hmm. The the one that I always go to is the the muscle in the forearm that when you lift your pinky, just your pinky, mm-hmm. there's a muscle that that contracts and you can see a little bit of the the vein and and something like that. And he would do that in some of his sculptures. Just lift the pinky so he can show that muscle. I mean, the guy knew the body inside and out as well as he knew stone. At, but in insane. his 20s. In his 20s. That's what gets me. Yeah. Like, you, he was only... He was a sculptor, right? But like he, what did he start at 13 or something by, but like. The quarry with the the people that were in the quarry? No, like, like maybe he started working under somebody at 13, which there was no teenager. So he probably hit puberty and you're a man, right? That's probably what it was. But still, that's only 13, 14 years of work, like. Of training. Of training. Right. And that would be miraculous if that was the only thing he did. But then he was writing. He did yeah, almost he, 300 sonnets and poems. I know. Crazy. Painted. He didn't want to paint. And the year that he was died, Shakespeare was born. Yeah. There's a fun fact. Fun fact. Because <laughs> I was like, did Shakespeare ever like intertwine with his life? Yeah. And it was like, no, it was like that year. Yeah. But, you know, that's okay. No, it's crazy. And then the Pieta. I read that because, um, you know, it was broken in 72 by a crazy man. Um, he That's the work that he signed, right? Yeah. The and, only work. Yeah. And then. I'm sorry. The only work commissioned for a church. Is that what it is? Yeah. But um, and then when they were putting back the hand um, because he crushed, he broke Mary's hand. Right. Um, they found an M in the crease of her palm. Yeah. So no one knew for centuries that he marked this with his name. Because like I said, anything commissioned from the church cannot have the artist's name on it. It wasn't for the artist. It wasn't by the artist. It was for God and uh, and by the Pope, basically, is how that went. And he was 24 at the time, was very anti, he wasn't anti-God. Um, he was just anti-Pope and the mm-hmm. status that the Popes wanted. And uh, he said, no, I'm going to carve my, na- my initial into it. And people were saying, I wonder if the David has it somewhere. Like if you broke right. it, no one was, no one's ever going to break it. But yeah. like, what else did he do? Right. Um, there's, there's things to hide. Cause I'm not even sure if there's a rock in that hand, you know, could right. there be an initial somewhere in there as well? 
but like it's one solid piece of stone. So it's not like he carved it and then placed it in place. No, same with the Pieta. Yeah. No, he just at an angle, a certain angle that no one ever looked in. Ridiculous. You know, and people have studied all of his work for yeah. centuries. For centuries, literally. And I, I don't know. I mean, a greater master I don't know of um, as far as that kind of work does. I know, because you think of Da Vinci. Da Vinci was way ahead of his time in uh, theory and Yeah, but and, they uh, hated creativity. each other. Did they hate each other? They hated each other. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're both, you know, artists, artists, artists and moody. Well, you know? yeah. And like they were two types of different artists. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they stepped on each other's toes, but I mean, Da Vinci did, you know, were they paintings, both from he did sculpting. Uh, da Vinci was from Florence. Yeah. yeah no, they're no, both, they're both, from, that's both what born like, in Florence. So, you know, it's a small yeah. place, especially back then there's less people. Right. Yeah. And so here you have these two magnificent thinkers. Yeah. Of course, they're going to hate each other. I think maybe, uh, you know, I don't know for sure. This is just speculation. Uh, I know that Michelangelo is good friends with the Medici, the head of Medici mm -hmm. family. And, um, you know, Medici had a lot of money back then. And so, you know, Michelangelo was able to get probably bigger projects, you know, but that's just speculation. I don't know for sure. But Leonardo has his own, you know, I'm sorry, not Leonardo. Da Vinci has his own um, works of art that are just as spectacular. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. That's speculation. But yeah, uh, Florence was, it's a very beautiful city. There's a lot to see that we didn't see. I feel like we missed out. Yeah, but that's the heat again. Yeah, but I, yeah, I just. And you're taking a tour with a uh, you know, bunch of people. You don't get to see. Yeah, stuff. just, there's just, I don't mean, if when we go back, I don't necessarily want to go back to everything. But then I, like I do, because I feel like there's just so much that we missed just in the little that we saw that it wouldn't be a horrible thing to go back to Florence. Wouldn't it be a horrible thing to go back to Siena because we'll be seasoned a little bit. Well, Siena, I want to see anyway. Okay. You know, I do. I, I love the gelato and it's a very quick trip. Um, I, and like we spent two days there, which is not necessary, ne necessary, but um, like. It was more like just to get out and to, you know, just be in a certain area and we had guests with us so it was it was fun it was second day. and like the horse races would be something cool to see but i don't think i'd ever go back in july and august unless we were doing like a whole like we had a bill i don't know yeah and i don't think that you can actually see those horse races i think it's really for locals and if you know some local mm. where you can stand somewhere was it's just very that. crowded yeah so in sienna there's did you say this with the girls doesn't matter oh there's uh in their piazza, there's um a horse race every year. I think there's 17 um different types of sections in the city. Eight. But, no, but only eight. Only or, eight compete. Compete or something or nine. That. But there's like 17 altogether. There's like the unicorn. Because I was reading the kids book. Right. Um, But so every twice a year they have these races and it's like this big, wonderful thing, which would be really cool to see. And loud and, and loud crazy. and crazy. And it's probably like almost Times Square. Well, it um, is. I mean, they cram as many people as they possibly can right. into the center of it where the horses are going around them. Yeah. And then on the outskirts of it, which if you if you've seen the city, there's not a lot of places to stand outside of the little the, the campo itself. So 
I would say that you know people that are in houses and you yes. just look out the windows. Yeah, imagine. Imagine. No. I mean, I've seen pictures and there's thousands of people yeah, just so standing there. That's why, like, even though it's not as big as Times Square, but in pers- um, if you dwindle it down to the amount of space and the amount of people, it's probably per more crowded. Yeah, like, yeah. it's probably crap crazy crowded yeah but you probably could go to the top of it oh you probably couldn't even go to the top of the duomo then because maybe people are doing that maybe do you know if you, you see- couldn't you couldn't see the see that from oh, okay. the duomo okay you can see the square you can see the center of the square yeah but i mean that would probably be closed anyway because the whole city is surrounded yeah. by i mean there's a tower that's right there but there's no standing room that's a bell tower yeah so like, i don't know no i mean it would be cool but i'm it's july and august yeah and they and bring sand in, yeah, and then sweep it up afterwards. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. It's crazy. What you know, you think about what the Italians were able to do with spaces. I mean, you look at the Colosseum, and they had water battles. What did they do? You know, it's it's insane. Yeah, I was reading about Siena that they have an aqueduct. No, they have a river, but it, it's a hidden river that nobody's ever seen, and they think it's from like Venus or something. Oh. but it's not. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I don't think it's even real, but nobody will say it's not real. And then they, they did aqueducts. Right. And that's where the water's coming from. Right. The water that's still, it's still working and you can still drink from the taps in the center of the square. Yeah. I found one of those places outside the city when I was walking to a car mm-hmm. um, that was like three arches and there was water sitting in the, you know, underneath the three arches. Wow. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Siena is a very special place and it's a special place in our hearts. So, and, yeah. you know, I, that's why I think we'll always try to go there. Yeah. If, we if we're in Tuscany. Yeah. And, you know, Tuscany is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. So even if we're in, you know, Umbria, you know, on the other side of the, the pond there but, uh, or the, the lake, mm-hmm. could still get over there. Yeah. Siena's only an hour from there. Yeah. So that's well, good. Next like I time. said, I know you want to go to Venice. Yeah, I want to see it. I know there's beautiful architecture there. I've I've seen stuff and uh, you know where the um uh what was the name of that that person that the doge um that that palace is just absolutely gorgeous. So I just want to see it. Yeah, and that's a one day thing. And that's you know we did watch the Italian job. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was thinking more of Assassin's Creed, but um, but yeah, I don't know. Like part of me wants to go see it, and then part of me doesn't want to go all the way up there no for such a short time but then there is modino or whatever where you get the the um balsamic vinegar and there's that other place that we have to find out where the co- all the coffee it gets imported right That's near the venice opposite side. yeah no it's on the opposite side it's near milan oh no this is the same spot never mind <laughs> anyway i'm thinking two different things yeah i don't want to see that but also you know medina has um massimo and his restaurant would that be a spectacular thing to do? Yeah. <laughs> a Michelin star, rest, the, the, we might the highest just, rated restaurant in the world. We might as well get um, reservations now for two years. Exactly. And, and you know, hit the lottery because I'm sure it's not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So Siena was beautiful. Florence is beautiful. The church, the Duomo there on the outside is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, they both are. But, this but even that, it's huge. like huge. Because of the timing and then everything, everything was passed by too quickly. Yeah. Well, not the church in Siena. We were able to do that. No, I meant in Florence. Yeah. Florence Florence was just passed by too quickly. We missed. Too hard. Yeah. 
I don't know if we can do this with the girls without them noticing, but like the Dante church. I would love to see the Dante church. It's just, you know, our girls don't really care for death. So to, I don't know. That's where Michelangelo's buried. Dante. Dante's buried. I don't know. Galileo, I think. I think they said Galileo. So that would be really cool. Yeah. We saw that we were on in the courtyard outside of it or in the piazza. Um, and we saw the front of the church. We saw the statue of Dante, but we didn't get to go inside. Yeah. And that's okay. It's just, but that's what it was. This, we had this amazing, phenomenal trip. Yeah. But it was, and your aunt, yeah, but your aunt Lisa knew this. She was doing this so that people would get a taste of something different and then like change their lives and make them want to, or have them have a desire to be outside of New York. Yeah, basically. Or America or whatever. Yeah. So she did that. She, she planted a seed that she. Yeah. That immediately grew into an avocado tree for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's dangerous. Or olive tree. Yeah. Well, olive trees do last a lot longer. Yeah. Centuries old. A lot of centuries old, uh, olive trees that we saw Mm -hmm. on the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Rome probably has some of the the oldest that I've seen, um, depending on the, you know, because the size. Yeah. They're centuries and centuries old. It's insane. See, I didn't even see that. Yeah, we did. In Roman form. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, that was that was a brutal day. Yeah, so I missed, like, so much of that. It's so interesting because you come home and you start reading the books because we purchased a couple of um Rome city books or whatever. Yeah. It's then it shows like the Colosseum, what it was back in the day. And then you'd flip the page and it would show you what the Colosseum is today or the Rome forum. And so you start reading that book and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't even believe that. That's where I was standing. That's where I was standing. Or that was, you know, the Roman forum is completely destroyed in comparison to what it used to be. And to see the pictures, the artist depictions of what it was. Right. Unbelievable where you were standing. It's like there was nowhere to to move. It was all just massive buildings. And then to because it was really hot, we found shade. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting on ruins. You're sitting on and it's okay. collapsed pieces yeah. of ruin. But like these ruins are BC. Yeah. You know, not all. I mean, they are though. They are though. Like there is one spot where it's like where Julius Caesar was killed or something. So, yeah. And it's like, that is BC, which blows my mind because I always thought it isn't, but it is. It's like. It's just really, really old and you're just sitting on top of it. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's crazy. And then we're sitting on columns basically that were broken up and you can see little etchings from. Yeah. Like, back when like it was created. flowers or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And the fur de lis in different spots. Yeah. And it was really, really bizarre. It is. And and it was okay that you're sitting on it because it wasn't, it didn't, wasn't marked off. No one was yelling at you. No. And it wasn't like you were trying to be rude. This is, I guess it's just so much rude. I don't even know. Yeah. And, and our tour guide for that was mentioning that people are able to purchase pieces that are just laying there, but it's obviously tons of money. It goes to the restoration of things that mm-hmm. are around it, but it's so odd to think that people can just buy stuff. Right. That are just sitting there. And I don't know if it's true or not. I, I, I'm i sure, you know, money talks. Yeah. So, and people have imported stuff from, from Europe before, even to our area. So it's not impossible, but it's just yeah, it's I mean, wacky to believe. In the Woolworth estate was Josephine's um, room. Yeah. Like Napoleon's wife. Yeah. 
and his entire grandiose staircase going up the second floor, that's all Italian. Yeah. Imported directly from another staircase and just rebuilt here. Right. Unbelievable. 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 So Rome, Rome is exciting. Rome is, it's more of a city though. It's a very, very, very much a city. Like there are dirty parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially during the summertime, there's garbage everywhere just because people are just, you know, there's, I won't say there's garbage all the floor. It's just, if you see a garbage it's can, overflowing. it's overflowing. There's bags everywhere and then people just throw stuff on top of it. It's just, but that's, yeah, it's not, that's a, not everywhere. Though. But it's not a dirty city. It's not a dirty city. But yeah. in comparison to like Siena, Siena is very clean. Yeah. But also you, Rome probably has a million tourists. Mil- yeah. On, like going on a daily through. basis. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Times Square, like you were saying. Yeah. But it's different than New York because. Because there's old. <laughs> no, because like when I don't know, I felt as though I still had space. Yeah. No, it's it's you know what? And people are friendly. Yeah. It's it's different. And when I don't know, it's just like it's still quieter. It is. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, not screaming. There's not a lot of stuff. There's a ton of people, but it's not like they're you're what, not pushing through crowds. No. Yeah. Because like in New York, it's like you're walking with a whole bunch of people and then you're always going and you're always on. And yeah, it's like. Now this you take time. This yeah. And then even because we were in the height of the season. We right? were in the height of the tour season. The Trevi Fountain was very crowded, but that's just because of the Trevi Fountain yeah. and all these alleyways come into it. You know, right. five or six alleyways go right into it and it's just everyone wants to see it. That was really the, the crowdest part. Right. And then the Pantheon or Pantheon. That the, was yeah. like ridiculously crowded. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um that the Trevi Fountain, I would say, is the one thing that I actually lost my breath. Yeah. I'm sure that because we didn't see everything that was there to be seen. So no. like I haven't seen the Sistine Chapel, you know, like things. But when I saw the Trevi Fountain, I lost my breath. Yeah. That was my favorite the first time I went. And thankfully we went off season. So we saw it multiple times each yeah. day. And and we even saw it night. like five times. Mm, three. Maybe three or four. Yeah. But like. And then I would love to see that. Well, that I think if we go to Rome, that always will be something special. Oh, yeah. You know, and we'll like, always see that. Yeah. Like this, the, the Spanish steps. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, at it's night got, it's better. Yeah. And it's got the restaurant that we like. Yeah. I mean, you, you didn't see it at night, so it, it did take away from it. But the, the fountain itself, um, it was just too crowded there this time. But um, it's it just a wonder to see. And it's not even the most beautiful thing in Italy or but, in Rome, but it's just, yeah, I just don't even know. Cause like there's that building that we were walking by that we're not totally sure what it is, but, um, oh, the government building, the government building. Yeah. And like, that is like, everything's just outrageous. But for some reason, when I saw the Trevi fountain, it was like, <gasps> yeah. And you gotta like, I don't know, your heart stopped a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's how the, the, that's how it was for me the first time. And then, the Basilica was like that for me, uh, yeah, but see, I took I took a different tour than we did this time. The Basilica, I understand that it was large, but it didn't blow my mind, and I, I know, know that's how. really sad. Yeah, that's insane. But you didn't look at the paintings and stuff. Well, because there, there are, are no paintings. You know what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying I think like I, I don't know. I you know what it, it can't is. be stressed enough for people. Like you, I've shown so, I've shown a picture on on Facebook and Instagram, and it looks like a painting. There are no paintings. No, there are no paintings, and I did not get that because I was so enthralled with 
a pieta. I stood there for 20 minutes yeah, like by yourself, yeah. By myself because and crowds it's gorgeous. Yeah, and like that was some that w- was what it was. I wanted to see the David yeah, and the pieta. That's true. That was the, the two, two things. Two yeah. big statues. Uh the pieta is unbelievably detailed as well for 24 years old. Um uh, it's a gorgeous piece of work and you can only get I mean you're 20 20 meters from it. I mean, you're really not that close. Yeah. It's keeping it topical. Um, so, <laughs> but, and, I, and it's behind bulletproof glass. And I saw a guy and he had like the real, real camera mm-hmm. and he was on a tour and he said like, cause you know, it, you do ease and eavesdrop when there's tons of people. Sure. And um, I saw the picture that he took and he zoomed in and I saw, because I was eavesdropping, <laughs> that I saw the the letters on it because he had that such a great camera that he was able to zoom, 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 zoom. And even the tour guide was like, oh my goodness, see, it, that's the his name. So you can see it? It, it you, I, See, in my mind, I was thinking that it no, would be from behind. No, it's on the sash. It's oh, right on, on her sash. sash. Okay, okay, okay. And so, like, because I was eavesdropping and he had the magnificently huge yeah. camera, um, I saw, like... You gotta get more I'm on sorry. the front of the mic. I saw the line. The the letters and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it but, was a beautiful, beautiful piece of work. And then like I missed the catacombs. Yeah, but you you wouldn't care about the catacombs anyway. That's true. I mean, I've seen, I've been to England. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it wasn't like that. It was very, very. It was almost like it was just a painted basement. It, it was really not much to see in the catacombs. Yeah, excuse I, me. It wasn't very big. The statues, like, are what you you focused on. Yeah, and the statue. Massive. Because it it was just. Something interesting that the ripples, like the whole time, even um, when we were standing outside of the Spanish Steps, there's um, a, a, a statue type thing right in front of where we were eating. Oh, the, the fountain? Like, no, it's like an obelisk. Oh, yeah, the obelisk. Yeah, yeah. But it has like people and I'm sure it's a real, it's sure it's a meaningful thing. We just don't know everything in Rome. And um, just the tassels like on a statue and this is all marble. So like, that really, I was like, how is it that somebody's doing fabric or tassels? I mean, they really put waves in it. I mean, he really put muscles and arms. Yeah. But I mean, this was in Michelangelo. Yeah. I know. No, I mean, the, I said they and then him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you can see a difference between um, between artists, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, everything is just gorgeous. Like all right. the statues are really, really well done. And so like, that's what I've focused on the Basilica. Yeah. And then Bella took me and I was like, Bella, I took Bella and I said, come over here. This is something I want to show you. And I brought her all the way over to the Pieta and I said, this is what mommy came for. Mm-hmm. And, and then she's like, I want to show you something. And she brought me all the way to the other side where it was, I don't know if it's the Madonna. Um, and she has diamonds in her crown. Yeah, in, that, in that separate cathedral. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't get in. It was you know, the gates were there. She's like, mommy, daddy told me these are diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I thought, I think I talked about this before. It's a special room where you can get married, but you have to have years and years and, and your genealogy has to match up. And it's just a crazy thing. They only do 12, if that a year in that room. And like our tour guide, I know we've said this, but not on the podcast. He was amazing. Mm -hmm. He, it just was not it was the last tour of what we had. It was really hot. We have children. Right. If we didn't have children, we would have stuck it out. It Well, even if that, if it wasn't hot and if it was just us, 
maybe a couple other people. I would I would like to do the actual Vatican tour with him to go mm-hmm. through the Sistine Chapel and everything. Just because you, you kind of have to do the tour. You hear a bunch of stuff, but I want to hear it from this guy. Yeah, because he loves the Vatican. He mm-hmm. was an, I think it's called an altar boy. I think he was an altar boy. To Pope John, Paul, the whatever that was the Pope that we grew up with. Fourth or the second, I can't remember. Yeah, and so like, he has a love. He loved that man. Like, yeah. So he has a love for the Vatican because I don't know how the, you have you have to be connected. And he was a, an art historian. Yeah. So this was his field of work. Yeah, and he was super interesting and like very funny. Very funny. I just yeah. If we ever go back, it would be great to have him as a tour guide. Yeah. Yeah, and he was pleasant, and he spoke really good English. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, Rome is just, it's just too much to take in, honestly. I mean, you can't do it in one trip. And I, we couldn't do it in two. There's a lot of parts that I saw the first time that we didn't get to see this time because of the of the walking and the heat. How many days have you been in Rome? We were in Rome one and a half days. So I would say four altogether. Say like, that's the thing too. Like Rome is an ending part of a trip or a beginning, which I think it should be. It. Uh, there's no reason you can't. Spend a day there when you get there and then yeah. leave and uh, come back and finish it there. Yeah. I just think wherever you go, make sure you end in the city that you're traveling from. Yeah. And when it, hopefully it's Rome because yeah. Rome is just a lot to take in. It's just gorgeous. Breathtaking. And then, yeah, there's chocolatiers. There's uh, pastry shops we didn't get to see. Um, there's pizza parlors that we didn't get to go to. Um, so we didn't really, actually, we didn't really have that good of pizza in Rome because we didn't go to the right spots. The one pizza that we did have, it was on focaccia bread and it was good, but it's not what I had in the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, gelato was very good. Like anywhere, honestly, there's not one gelato place that I would say, oh my goodness, that was the best. Yeah. Because they're all very good. Yeah, they're all very good. But it also could be because I only... But you have to be stick- careful too. Yeah. In Florence, there are places that don't make their own gelato and they just bring it in. You have to go to like a shop that it's an old Italian woman that's running the place and she's actually making or an Italian man that's actually doing it. There's a bunch of like, not knockoffs, but they just don't make it there. They bring it in and they just sell it as if they did. And you find that a lot. I mean, it's like New York where like, oh no, I painted this. This is mine. And you know, those guys are everywhere Mm -hmm. in Rome. They just drop the paintings in front of you and say, yeah. Look it, and they take a piece of chalk out, and they like go over it a little bit. Look, see, this is me. I did this, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, you didn't. I just saw that exact thing mm-hmm. from that guy over there. So you just have to be careful of like knockoff stuff, right? There's a lot of it, and we did see two artists, chalk artists in Florence. Yeah, two original chalk artists that, that just like, drew on the street. Drew on the street. That was museum quality. Yeah, very good. And they had, they had the box with yeah. like a fish, fishing tackle box with, you know, it's wood and all the different colors. And oh, that, that was fun. Yeah. And, but we didn't really get to stand and watch them because it's just too hot. Yeah. So, and shopping, shopping's great in Florence. Yeah. Touristy stuff in, in Rome. You get a lot of the, yeah. the tchotchke stuff. A lot and of fun things. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, being from New York, you're, you always stay away from touristy stuff. Yeah. And like you feel dumb going to touristy stuff, and it's like you know what? I'm in Rome. I'm gonna have a shirt that says Rome. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I'm a tourist. Tra- yeah. Here it is. 
their Trotsky stuff is better than our Trotsky stuff. If right. So, you know, we got Lemoncello there. We got these candies that are really good that the lady just gave us for buying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Those are really tasty no, candies. No, but they were from the girls. They were for the girls. Yeah. But you know what? They're not, you know. <laughs> but um, those candies were everywhere. We could have bought them like the same brand anywhere. Yeah. But this was free. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go, bring an extra bag. Gratulio. Bring an like extra that. bag and uh, buy stuff. Yeah. Because it's no need bring to. an extra suitcase. Yeah. Extra suitcase. And and then maybe buy a bag when you're there because they have a really nice leather in, in uh, Florence. Yes. So buy a buy buy a couple bags over, over there. Yeah. Um, and we did. Yep. And but not enough. They're not enough. <laughs> <laughs> we needed we need more stuff. We didn't bring olive oil back. I know. You know. That's a big thing. We did bring balsamic, a couple of different kinds. So yeah. that's exciting. And it's very good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we didn't get everything that we wanted we to. Like we came home and I'm like, we didn't bring anything back. No, you were into Nutella. So we, of course we had Nutella and we had Nutella snacks. But, but not a lot. We have no. one Nutella snack and one Nutella. Yeah. Well, we had two Nutella snacks, but you went through that one. No, no, no. We, we started only... it there and you finished it here. Okay. But that doesn't count. It does count. But that's like one bag. Yeah. This is a really boring podcast. Isn't no, it's it? not. Okay. I like it. Um, well, we have to talk to Giovanni and have him ship us a, a package of stuff. A package. A box. A big box a of, of stuff and their local wine. And we'll ship him some maple syrup peanut butter because that's all he wants. Uh, uh, and um, fruit snack. Not fruit snacks. Um, fruit. What's that? Fruit, fruit roll-ups, roll-ups for yeah. the kids. There, We brought some things for the girls, like on the airplane that we normally don't get. We don't get fruit roll-ups. No. And... um. We were, I was giving like uh, blow pops and stuff to the kids there and they were Giovanni, our friend's kids, and they were super excited. So yeah. I'm like, this is a junky blow pop. Yeah. And they loved it. And I think they call them Licka Lickas. Licka Lickas. Because um, in Spain, it's Chupa Chu, which is an actual oh, brand right. yeah, of yeah. A, a lollipop, but that I'm pretty sure that's what they call um, a lollipop. Yeah. It's funny the the taste that they have of American stuff that they really want. Like the thing that Francesco wanted, the son was McDonald's. He went to McDonald's from New York. Now they have McDonald's in Italy, but it's not McDonald's because it's it's basically just a cafe. They have croissants and stuff. I and know, and we should have walked in one. I know, we should have. They don't have the burgers. They don't have the same there, things. And the greatest thing in the world, there are no Starbucks. No. So but nice. I do collect like, well, your aunt buys me Starbucks mugs. Not that yeah. I don't even drink Starbucks. No. But I did when I was like 18. Right. And I would, when and, I would, when I was in coffee. Yeah. And when I was traveling, like I have a Starbucks mug from Wales. I have a Starbucks mug from other places, England. I don't remember. I have like around. And so now your aunt, when she goes to places, she brings me back a Starbucks mug and yeah. it's a special thing. But um, they have no Starbucks there. No, which is very nice because Starbucks cannot. Um, operate in Italy because of the way that they do things. Um, they don't accept, like they don't want the paper cups. Um, Italy, when you have coffee, you stay and you have the coffee where you get it and then you leave. It's not, they don't have to-go cups. And if they do have to-go cups, it's something without a lid and it's very small and it's not something you actually really find a lot of. Um, so it, the only reason you can't have Starbucks is because of the cups and because of the Also, waiting. I think... But it could be different because of taste-wise. I think they it would not do well. No. Because they are masters of their coffee. Right. And no Italian wants a macchiato. No Italian wants just a regular American coffee. No. 
No, if they did it, they'd have to follow the what McDonald's is doing, which obviously McDonald's is, was able to to get form because they're not really known for coffee. Um, they would have to use their beans. They would have to use their recipes. And that's so that. it's not even because when you go to Starbucks, are we saying are we allowed to talk about stuff? Why not? I don't know. They're not sponsored. Okay. Um, they have their own coffee. They, you know, like everything is theirs. Yeah. Couldn't happen. No. And I wouldn't want it to because the whole experience is when you go to another country, you want to experience it the way they experience it. And coffee is meant to be enjoyed and then you leave. Mm -hmm. It's everything's in Italy. It's not, okay, go, 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 go. Like it is in New York. It's a, nope, enjoy what you're doing Mm -hmm. and then move on. And that's why they have the siesta because of um, the heat. But not only that, when they come back, they finish work and then they have a really late meal. That's really long. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because they want you not only to enjoy the food, but to enjoy the company and just be there, be in the moment. And I think that that's what we did. Yeah, I was looking at your, um, I was going through emails today and like deleting stuff. And so I did see your aunts, like what she thought we were going to do in Italy. Mm-hmm. And we did half of what she planned. Yeah. Well, it was also like, these are the things we can do. But like- there was Montepichu or something like that, which, yeah. and like we just didn't do things, but I, because we enjoyed each other. Yeah. And the heat really did play a huge factor. Yes. So we didn't spend as much time in cities as we would have. We didn't go to multiple cities in a day mm-hmm. because we wanted to get back to the villa and go swimming, rest, swim, and then enjoy the four course meal at the end. Yeah. And you know, if that's one, one main thing, that was taken was that we all had dinner every night because your aunt was very generous and um, it was three hours. Yeah. And no less than two and a half. And it was conversation and it was hanging out and we might've not like, we always want to play games kind of, you know, you, we brought Uno to play or we brought cribbage cribbage or, and none of those games really got played, but well, by me, because I brought the girls to sleep. I know you guys, most of the time we didn't play anything. But um, there was that just hanging out time, which is very precious because you have cousins in um, California that I've seen few mm-hmm. and they are just precious people. And we got to hang out with these precious people in California yeah. and get to know them. And, you know, that's that's just I mean, and the other people we do know, too. I mean, we got to meet cousins that I, you never would have met your cousins from Rhode Island. No. Yeah. And, and, uh, really good food. Really The good villa food. food was just amazing. Yeah. So it was all very worth it. The wine was really good. Not that you had it, but the, the wine's different there. It's just, you hey, know, it doesn't hit you the same way. So go to Italy and nice. have wine and coffee. What's the one thing your wife didn't have? Yeah. yeah. Wine but, and coffee. Well, you did you did taste the wine. You just don't care for it. Yeah. Either. But I don't like wine either. It's just uh, this happened to be very good. Yeah. And people like wine. Yeah. I just like to wine. California loves wine. <laughs> one one cousin in particular really like that. She's so fun. She's so fun. I know. We got... They both are. But uh, that was fun to see. Yeah. What, what time is it? Uh, it's one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you That's guys drank Prosecco. I mean, Giovanni brought the goods. Uh, the Prosecco, the two massive bottles of Prosecco, and then the 25-year-old aged wine from his his city, his uh, town. And that was just gorgeous. Yeah, and he, 
he was so generous. He brought meat that was from his butcher that is like only from his butcher. And those are things like you really cherish because those last time you were there, he brought you to a restaurant that tourists do not go to. That was my favorite restaurant in Italy ever. Ever. And so like, you know, there's just there's really something to be said about one, a generous person, which that family is, and also not touristy. I mean, you do want no. the touristy because, I mean, you want to be a tourist in Rome. You want to be a tourist, you know, like. You yeah, want but, the, those- but the Italians don't want the touristy spots. They want to bring people to, first of all, every region has pride. Mm-hmm. Like the for him, we went to Florence and stuff. He kind of just went where we went. Um, but when we went to his city. I did. Mm-hmm. He brought us where he wanted us to go because they have pride in their area. It's just something you don't see in other. We have that. We in a way, well, Clint Cove, but I think like when somebody comes, we're like, oh, you yes. can go to the city. Hey, yes, we do follow that. Like this is where we are. We're like, here's our fur- favorite burger joint. Right, but I mean, it's just and and the thing is, he brought so much stuff that if we were to buy that here in our area. And over a thousand dollars worth of stuff there. It's for him. It wasn't nearly that, and it was the best stuff. And the meats were, and cool. oh, it's just so. And good. what an I mean, he brought like a twenty-five-year-old bottle of wine, and that was like a real honor for Lisa. Like he, yeah. he was buying it to honor Lisa. Right, like, it this was is for some, Lisa, right. and this is something special for you. Right, it you came know? in a commemorative box and came with a book that he made sure that she kept and. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was uh, very generous, uh, Eveline and him, beautiful people, mm-hmm. really, really great. Their kids were really good with our kids. Yeah. And uh, even next time, they'll probably know more English and right. <laughs> be even better. Um, yeah. So Italy is- uh, Precious. Two thumbs up. Yeah. It's something special. Yeah. It really is. Yep. Go. Yeah. Just go. Well, I've, if you can. I've said this to you, but then I'm on the podcast again. I have been to places in Europe. Like yeah. I've hit the four countries that when you say, hey, I want to go to Europe, I want to go to Great Britain, um, Spain, and France. Right. And I've you you know, never been to Italy before now. No. I mean, there's just, there. I didn't think I was going to enjoy Rome. I just thought that it was going to be too crowded. You know, I just, I don't want to do it. We had such a nice time in Tuscany. Like, because I just find that recently- when we go somewhere, it's nice to not be in a city because we live in a congested area or we live, you know, where we live. And um, there it's just there's just something special about Rome. Like I do fondly think back on Rome and think that, hey, that was one of the best parts of the trip. Yeah. And I didn't think I was like, I did not want to go to Rome. I was like, how am I going to do two days in Rome? It's going to be, you know, like. And now you're like, oh, we need more than two days. In Rome. Yeah. It's, there's lots of stuff that I haven't seen. There's places that I did see that you didn't get to see. Uh, it's just, and that there's thing, so much. The Ben-Hur, where they did the chariot races. That's like the Hippodrome is yeah. where I want to go. We didn't see that. I mean, now it's just a park. But it's just a, it's just grass. But when yeah. you look at the pictures that we have here in the book that she was talking about earlier, it was just this grandiose display. Um, and And that's just how it is. And it's really... Rome is very interesting because of the age that it is. And you get to see, like you're you're walking, basically most of the city is 14, 1500s. It's medieval. It's even before that. But then you walk up, you know, around the corner and there's ancient Rome right mm-hmm. there. And even just in the middle of the street where they have it blocked off and cars go around it because right. that's BC right there. Yeah. You know, and it's just, 
it's mind blowing to think of what's actually in front of you. Right. So uh, it's, it's something to see. And they're excavating all the time. Our, our friend that gave us the, the pasta reference said that the, when she went in the 80s, the Roman form wasn't excavated. Mm-hmm. And now you get to see a lot of it, but it's still, there's still so much more. Right. So I can't wait to go back. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And I'm glad that you got to experience it. Me too. Because when I went by myself with my aunt just to check out places for, for this trip, um, it was just too much to, to explain. Like I took a ton of pictures that time compared to this time. But it was just to show you. And I was like, you can't experience it unless you go there. Um, I was dreaming about being back there, like just picturing like the mornings and waking up with coffee and having pastries. And, and so did it, did your dreams come true? I know you didn't have the pastries, but. Well, the villa was very close to, I mean, because it was in Tuscany. So the mornings were were good. I, the one thing I didn't do, which I didn't get to replicate from last time, was when we were in uh, Kessel. Uh, Regione, which is in Perugia. Um, and we stayed there for a couple nights. Right across the street from where we're staying, which is an Airbnb, there was a, a bar, which is people know it as a cafe or a coffee house. And we went in there in the morning. This old lady served us a cappuccino and we left. That was probably the best cappuccino I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And because of the experience and where you are, and the, you're looking over the valley, we're high up. You see the sunrise is just gorgeous over the lake. It, that was just something that we didn't get to experience this time, but the villa was very close to that. So I, I'm i not regretting anything that we did. No, you know, um, what would be really hard is I going back and not having somewhat of the same experience of the villa. Yeah. Because like that nighttime dinner, like just having it for you was just amazing. Like if we go back, we're going to have to find a restaurant at night and or whatever. But like that experience was out, you know, just amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I think that if we, when we go back, we should hit Perugia and go to Giovanni's family's farmhouse mm-hmm. and then have a meal there because you will get that, but even more authentic because it's a family. Well, um, we were out under the stars. Yeah. You know, uh, well, there were no yeah. stars, but. Because of the moon. Um, it was a, a new moon, so it was too bright for stars. But otherwise we would see. <laughs> tons of stars because there's no light pollution anywhere yeah and i'm not necessarily saying like the villa to go back to the villa but i don't know it was just it was precious it was an amazing time yeah there's plenty of villas there's plenty of places to go i know it would be great just to rent a villa i'm because you can rent a villa that isn't doesn't seat 40 people i know or you can or airbnb or whatever it is yeah because i I like that home base you come back you know i like that it's very nice. Instead I of think, like going places and then you're the only there for two days and then you have to repack. And yeah. Hopefully that's not so u- unique. I know other villas, you know, it's just a place to stay. It's not where they cater to you at nighttime because they usually do go home. Um, but yeah, I think uh, next time we go, we'll do some of the same stuff and, but also add to it. But yeah. All right. That's it. Good. Yeah. Thanks for going. Thanks. Thanks. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yay. <laughs> love you. I love you too. See you, not see you. See you, not. Sorry. Not you. <laughs> <laughs>